Are you feeling stuck today or are you unstoppable? Are you tired of creating incremental growth in your business while wanting to make quantum leaps? Well then welcome. You found the right place to be fed. This is Susan, the founder of Unstoppable Women in Business, and this podcast is for women entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, anyone who is unwaveringly focused on finding the best path to success in their business. While you're here, you're going to be asked to think differently, to get different results, to do things that are challenging, but oh, so rewarding. So come on, let's get started. Hey there, lady. Happy New Year. Mm, Man, I just love, love, love the New Year. Well, when it comes right down to it, I love anything new. And I understand some people don't. They don't enjoy change, but I really thrive on it. And I don't know, to a certain extent, I think it has really served me well in many ways. It is, I get ideas and I think of the possibilities and I just get so inspired that, you know, I'm off and running without really thinking it through all the way. Sometimes that serves me. Sometimes it's been an issue for sure. I guess as somebody who would consider themselves a human behavior specialist, I do understand that change can be uncomfortable. And I believe that's kind of situational because there, there is some kind of change that um, I just don't have a lot of tolerance for, but in a lot of ways, I just love it. And, you know, Tony Robbins says that there are six human needs that we all have. Uh, Four of them are based on our personality and two of them are based on uh, spirituality. So of the four that are personality-based, two of them are fitting in these categories. So the first one is that you are either someone who craves certainty. So that's one of the human needs is you're craving certainty. And the second one is you're someone who craves variety or uncertainty. And he does say that you can have both of these, you know, but it's, it's in essence, where would you prioritize them? Which one is a higher priority for you in your life than the other? But he also goes on to say that people who have a higher need for certainty can also be people who are self-motivated. And in a contrast here, listen this way, this is the important part, a contrast where people who prefer variety are looking for the dopamine hit from new experiences. And so they're looking to external sources to satisfy that need. So I just, I thought that was super interesting. But I guess no matter which human need you gravitate towards, it's a new year and just being aware of how you're feeling can give you a clue into which of those human needs you're kind of wired for. So it would be fun to dive into that topic a little bit further on another episode. But today we're going to talk about momentum and especially the type that's created in the first 90 days of the year where generally, as business people, we're setting new goals. It's the beginning of the fiscal year, right? And we should be, we should be looking ahead and making plans about what it is we want to achieve. And what I want to focus on today is creating momentum 
that will put you in a good position to accomplish these goals without stress. All right, so I'm going to use a sports analogy here to paint the picture of what I'm talking about. All right, so picture a marathon runner in your mind and think of that person as a metaphor representing the life cycle of your business from the beginning to the end. Now, marathons are overall run at a very steady pace. And sometimes there's little sprints here and there, but for the most part, there is a slow, controlled pace to running a marathon, not as there should be when you're managing your business growth year over year, slow and steady. Well, now let's think about a sprinter and how the winning or losing of a race can sometimes be determined in how efficiently that runner comes off the block. Why? Because a sprint is very fast and a specifically defined form of racing. It's pretty short in nature and efficiency of movement is paramount to winning, right? Now that's very similar to certain sprints that might happen in your business. As a matter of fact, corporate America has adopted the word sprint to signify a special project or a short-term focus that they want to be able to um, kind of hone in on to make a shift in their business. So the, the sprint um, metaphor is really for a goal, something that you're really working towards, but it's not the long-term, long-haul um, vision for your business. All right, but here is where um, we're going to take a quick trip to 10th grade physics to understand this one about momentum. So momentum is what it takes to win a sprint. And here's the equation that comes from physics that describes momentum. It's a mass or body times velocity equals momentum. So if you break it down, you've got this body that's going into motion and the velocity or speed at which it moves from a dead stop to movement will equal the momentum it creates. So this is definitely a perfect metaphor for why the first 90 days of working towards any goal can be important to its successful achievement. When you create momentum in your business, especially in activity focused on a specific goal that you've set, Things really roll forward. Everything seems to get done. Extraordinary results can be produced in a very short period of time. So during this episode, we're going to toss around both sides of the picture here in regards to momentum. So which traps can you fall into that will stop momentum from happening? And then we're also going to look at some important steps that will help you create momentum if you choose to adopt my philosophy of the first 90 days. Sound like a plan? Let's get going then. I really want to talk about what's happening in your brain and business, okay, as two separate things here when you set a new goal. So we're going to talk about what's going on in your brain and what has to happen in your business. Up to this point, You've been merrily plodding along in one direction. 
You might be going fast or slow. It doesn't really matter. But when you make a new goal, what it's doing is it's upsetting the homeostasis. Gosh, I love that word, homeostasis. It means the status quo that you've been operating under. You know, your brain gets really used to, okay, this is what I expect every day. This is what we're doing. I know where we're going. I know where we're heading. It's just a very uh, status quo, you know, standard operating procedures. And that's in regards to your business as well. There are standard operating procedures that are in place. You follow them. Everybody is under status quo. But the brain's perspective on this situation when you're creating new goals is that you're asking it to be okay with change. And it doesn't like that. It does not feel safe with change. It likes things to be the same. That's the old brain, the primitive brain that we talk about quite often. So that's from a brain perspective. Now, from a business perspective, you've got similar things happening. You've got this new goal that's going to require you to change as well. Well, most likely, right? Because doing the same things and expecting different results, you know, generally definition of insanity, right? So on both fronts, both the brain and the business side, there's going to be a need for transitioning to new ways of thinking about this goal and new processes that are going to support achieving it. Does that make sense? I mean, I bet you never thought about goals like from that perspective before. Well, here's where I'm going to borrow from Michael D. Watkins, the author of the book, The First 90 Days. I love this book. It's a really, really good one. When I was in corporate, we studied this book as a leadership team when my new boss took over the sales learning and development group that I was a member of. It was super fun to watch the principles of the book come to life as Ken kept them at the forefront of our minds as he put his first 90-day plan into place and encouraged us to do the same. Now, the whole book does not necessarily apply to entrepreneurs and especially solopreneurs. It was written from the perspective of leading in a corporate culture. But there are many juicy nuggets, and I'm going to run through the most, the ones that most certainly apply to you and myself for that matter. So let's start first with the three pitfalls or traps that you might fall into in the first 90 days of working towards achieving your new goal. All right. So the first pitfall is taking action without a solid written plan. And now this one can be just a little bit squishy because most people would say, well, of course I have a plan. You know, I'm a business person. That's what I do. But generally what I find is that it's in their mind. You know, the goal has been swirling in their head and they've been ticking off the areas of business that need attention to get that goal or to reach that goal. All right, let's take a revenue goal just as an example. So you may be setting your revenue goal for the year and you may be thinking about how you need to up the ante on your sales and marketing activities, right? Got to drive that revenue further. And then you definitely want to take a look at your programs and possibly your pricing 
and see if there needs to be an adjustment in that area. Maybe you're thinking about adding to your team with either contractors or an employee um, because you're remembering how swamped you were and maxed out at the end of last year and you know knowing that you didn't want to put yourself in this situation again and get burned out. So yes, you say to yourself, I've started my plan. I'm thinking about it. I'm considering all of these different situations that need to be addressed in order to reach the goal. But the question is, how long will it take you to solidify the plan? I mean, really take action on what you've determined to be high priority focuses and then measure the results of that. Literally, you could literally lose an entire quarter to the transition period between last year's results and this year's goals. Making a loose plan and keeping it in your mind will get you off to a slow start for sure. Remember that momentum thing we talked about in the beginning of the podcast? Well, in the first 90 days, Mr. Watkins warns that if you don't get off to a solid start, you could be derailed or even jeopardize your success. Without a written plan, you won't have the direction required to create that momentum. So a written plan is hugely important in order to maximize your momentum. All right, here's another one. Launching multiple initiatives at once. And I call this the shotgun approach. So this is the the next trap that happens sometimes as a result of not having a written plan, right? Because you've got all that stuff up in your head that you know you need to address but you're you're just running willy-nilly in essence but i also see it happen when someone has an overly aggressive plan this trap is about launching multiple initiatives at once in a shotgun approach so you know why it's called a shotgun approach right it comes from the fact that the ammunition that goes into a shotgun is just filled with tons of little pellets And when you fire the shotgun, these little pellets come exploding out of the barrel and spray in what might look like a reverse funnel shape, where it's narrow at first and then goes wider and wider and wider. So a shotgun approach refers to taking a lot of action that goes wide, but not necessarily deep, because you can contrast that with using a traditional bullet in a gun that would hit one target and go very deep within the target. So the warning here is to be very careful to not take on more than you can handle well. As some might say, how do you eat an elephant? You eat it one bite at a time. You do it in a very slow and controlled manner so that you can get to the finish line actually faster. So that's the second trap. The third trap is about the tendencies we have to stick with what we know. In essence, taking action from what has worked in the past. And this is especially true for seasoned entrepreneurs. You've been able to reach a certain level of success in the past, and our tendencies may be to not rock the boat. If it worked before, Just put it on repeat and let her work for you again. This becomes a trap though, 
if we're not always on the alert for new ways that you can develop yourself all the time. Our businesses are evolving every year. The marketplace itself changes every year and it's important to evolve at the same pace. You've always got to be keeping up on things that will new approaches, new skills, new ways of looking at things, new perspectives, or you will fall behind. You know, I really do believe that I can attribute a lot of my business success to the fact that there is always a line item in my budget for professional development and coaching. I'm really lucky in the fact that I thrive on learning and trying new things. So it's not a big stretch for me to prioritize development and also research. I read so much because things change, new ideas come out, and I want to know what they are, not only for myself, but to bring them to my clients. So you have to think about growing your mind and your skills because it would be hard to keep evolving your business year after year from a place of just relying on what worked in the past. All right, so you guys, that's the three, the three traps that can derail you from creating momentum in the first 90 days of the year. Let's look at a few things that will put you in a great position to get off to a fast start. All right, I'm going to have to ask you to buckle your seatbelt because this first tip is a, it's kind of a heady one, but I'm going to, I'm going to try to break it down for you so that it seems pretty manageable. Where I'm coming from is that I believe it's so important to take the time right out of the gate to match your business structure to the strategy you're creating to reach your goals. Okay, so bear with me here. I'm going to help you again, like picture this or create a metaphor in your mind. So I want you to picture in your right hand are the goals that you're creating for the year. They're sitting right there in your right hand. And I'm hoping that they're quantifiable, that they're objective, and, and you can see them and you can measure them and be able to, to literally be able to determine how closely you're getting to your goals. Now, they could be revenue goals. They could be product goals or numbers of clients. Whatever they are, you're holding them in your right hand. Now I want you to look at your left hand, and these are the leading indicators of success. And I call them leading indicators because these are the things that have to be in place in order to reach the lagging indicator, to reach your goals. So in essence, in your left hand is the business structure. It's the product development or your product portfolio. It's your sales and marketing efforts. It's operations and fulfillment. It's also the people in your business and finance. So this is the business structure and the strategy. Okay, the strategy is what lies between your left hand and your right hand. The strategy is the who, what, and how of getting things done to a certain extent. Those are the things that are going to help you achieve the goals in your right hand. So it's almost like building a bridge between the structure and the actual goals. Now, the sooner, here's the important guys, here's the important part. Now, here's the important part. 
the sooner you have a clear and defined picture of the left hand, i.e. your business structure, and the strategy that will lead to your goals in your right hand, the more momentum you will create in the first 90 days. So this is something that needs to be done and solidified and vetted in order for you to really create the momentum that you're looking for realistically to meet your goals. All right, here's another tip, and this one's a little bit easier to kind of get your arms wrapped around. It's really important in creating momentum to secure early wins. Now, this is more of a mental imperative than anything. You know how I'm always talking about the fact that you have two very distinct operating systems in your mind, the primitive brain and the neocortex. Now, the neocortex is the operating system that is fully engaged when you're creating the structure and the goal and the strategy. It's in charge of logic and planning. It's it's an efficient machine. But on the other side, the other operating system is your primitive brain. And it's in charge of your survival and your happiness. And I'm telling you, that little bugger is very persistent. Securing early wins will calm the primitive brain down and give it a sense of security. Early wins, no matter how big or small, will signal to the primitive brain that all is well, that you're on track, and that you indeed do have a good plan in place. And I know this sounds kind of silly, but early wins earn you and your strategy credibility with the primitive brain so that it doesn't throw off warning signals in the form of doom and gloom thoughts that are sometimes really hard to ignore. So I want you to take a look at your strategy and make certain that you have plenty of small items that if accomplished can be perceived as early wins. And in doing that, you're going to be able to avoid the cognitive dissonance that can hold you back in the long run. So the cognitive dissonance, what I mean by that is that war that goes on between the logical part of your brain and the primitive part or the emotional part when there's they're just not in sync with each other. The logical brain's trying to get something done and the primitive brain is going, hell no, that's not a good idea. It's not safe, right? So that cognitive dissonance holds you back because it takes so much energy to either work through it or it can derail you if you can't work through it and you actually stop based on those warning signals. Okay, so big one, secure early wins as much as you can. All right, now the last tip that I've got before we're going to close out this episode is around keeping your balance. And I know that's kind of an unusual way to say it, but I think it's going to make a lot of sense to you. What I mean by this is that my philosophy about being an entrepreneur is that you have to always pay attention to the being and the doing parts of yourself. So here's what I mean by that. When you talk about goals and strategies and business structure, that's all in the doing of business. It's outward facing. That's all in the doing of business. It's outward facing. It's really important to focus on these things, as I mentioned, because to create momentum and movement towards your ultimate goal, you have to 
You have to be really focused on them. But there's also the being side of entrepreneurship. And this is who you have to become to do what's necessary to win the game. Here's how you can look at it. Think about who you were when you graduated from high school. And I'm talking internally, mentally. Think about who you were then. Think about who you were when you graduated from college or spent time in a new job or professional role. Are you the same person now? I mean, physically, you probably are pretty close to it, but mentally, not at all. You're not only smarter and wiser, but most likely you're more courageous, resilient, less fearful, and even, dare to say, self-confident. But you also may be plagued with the feeling that you're an imposter or not good enough. You may hear the voice in your head that says, who do you think you are thinking you can run a business? So all of the things that I'm talking about here in being are things that are internal. They're created in your mind. And the true entrepreneur who has limitless possibilities for their future knows that you need to spend as much time on your mind management as you do on business strategies and tactics. And that's what I mean by keeping your balance. Pay attention to both the doing and the being of entrepreneurship. The first 90 days of any goal is so vulnerable on this topic because you're going to have a tendency to push really hard on the doing button. You may ignore warning signs that are being raised that are more around who you have to become in order to do that. That's where you, you might not be in balance and you will always be at risk when you're not in balance. I hope that makes sense. And it's a really important topic to consider and think about. I, for one, am really looking forward to 2021. I think it's going to be a great year. I've got my business plan written. I've got my strategies in place. I've got a coach to help me stay focused on the mind management work that I need to stay in balance. How about you? Are you ready to get off to a quick start? You know I would be honored to support your success in any way that I can. So here's to a successful new year. I want you to go out there and get them going. And I'll talk to you again soon. Have a good one. Hey there, lady. What are you doing? We need to get to know each other better. Come on over and visit me at www.unstoppablewomeninbusiness.com and check it out. I've got so much good stuff over there for you and I would love to get to know you better. So come on, come on over. Let's hang out.